make it rain. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Blackman back yet again with another G.O.D., the gem of the day, your favorite podcast. First and foremost, and as always, I want to thank you for listening. And if you'd like, subscribe and share with a friend. You can also go to MakeItRain.net to check out all content all the time. If you're ever having a weekday, check me out every weekday. New podcast drops. Today is another bonus episode. Last Sunday of every month, a little bit longer podcast. I hope you enjoy. Today, I want to talk about don't be fooled. But before we do so, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything you do. For this Sunday, waking us up, setting our feet on a solid foundation, which is you, the rock. We thank you in all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. With that being said, don't be fooled. Today I'll be reading out of 1 Kings chapter 13, one of my favorites. And it reads, A man of God came, however, from Judah to Bethel by the word of the Lord. While Jeroboam was standing beside the altar to burn incense, the man of God cried out against the altar by the word of the Lord. Altar, altar, this is what the Lord says. A son will be born to the house of David named Josiah, and he will sacrifice on you the priest of the high places who are burning incense on you. Human bones will be burned on you. He gave a sign that day. He said, this is the sign that the Lord has spoken. The altar will now be ripped apart, and the ashes that are on it will be poured out. When the king heard the message that the man of God cried out against the altar of Bethel, Jeroboam stretched out his hand from the altar and said, Arrest him. But the hand he stretched out against it withered, and he could not pull it back to himself. The altar was ripped apart, and the ashes poured up to the altar, according to the sign that the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. This man of God basically came to warn the king at that time that it was about to be ripped apart from him. The king responded, arrest him. He reached out his hand, his hand withered. So <laughs> you can see that this man was sent by God to come deliver this message. And it goes on to say in verse 6, Then the king responded to the man of God, Plead for the favor of the Lord your God and pray for me, so that my hand may be restored. So the man of God pleaded for the favor of the Lord, and the king's hands was restored to him, and became as it had been at first. His hand was restored smoothly. <laughs> then the king declared to the man of God, Come home with us, refresh yourself, and I'll give you a reward. Now, I like this part. Verse 8 reads, But the man of God replied, If you were to give me half your house, I still wouldn't go with you. and I wouldn't eat food or drink water in this place. For this is what... I was commanded by the word of the Lord. So he stops him and says, all right, even if you gave me half of everything you own, I wouldn't eat or drink or do anything in this place because God told me not to. He told me to come deliver this message and leave, right? This is what he's saying. He says, you must not eat food or drink water or go back the way you came. So he went another way. He did not go back by the way he had come to Bethel. So he turned down the king's offer to go back to have dinner with him. He turned that down. He says, God told me not to, not even to go back the same way I came. He came to deliver a message. He saw that it was effective. He saw what happened when the king tried to stop him. God intervened, and then the king wanted him to come back to dinner. He says, no, God told me not to. He told me to do this and then do that, and that's what I'm sticking to. I wanted to share this because there's a lot of things that 
we may know God is calling us to do. For whatever reason, we listen to someone else to deter us, to get off track, to do something outside of what God has already told us. That's the wrong thing to do. <laughs> you stay steadfast in what you know he told you, what he called you to do. I like scripture because it lets you know that what he's saying directly applies to all of us. And then he'll speak to you individually. He may tell you, you couldn't do this thing. You shouldn't do this thing. That's why it's important to have that relationship. Because you can ask God to give you guidance in what you should do according to his will and his purpose according to your life. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So, once again, this prophet, this man of God, knows that he shouldn't do that because God told him not to, right? Verse 11 reads, Now a certain old prophet was living in Bethel. His son came and told him all the deeds that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. His sons also told their father the words that he had spoken to the king. Then their father asked him which way did he go, and his sons had seen the way taken by the man of God who had come from Judah. Then he said to his son, saddle the donkey for me. So they saddled the donkey for him. He got on it. He followed the man of God and found him sitting under an oak tree. He asked him, are you the man of God who came from Judah? I am, he said. Then he said to him, come home with me and eat some food. Now, keep in mind, he just told the king, even if you were to give me half of everything you own, I would not come back with you. I would not eat or drink water because God told me not to. Now this old prophet heard about this man this man of god meets up with him and tells him to come eat some food with him he says but i answered i cannot go back with you or accompany you i will not eat food or drink water with you in this place for a message came to me by the word of the lord you must not eat or drink water there or go back by the way you came so once again, this old prophet, this other man of God, supposedly, right, comes to him and says, I want you to come back and eat with me. He says, no, I already turned the king down, buddy. <laughs> Lord told me specifically. I don't know what he's talking to you about, but he told me specifically not to do that. And that's what I'm getting at today. That's what I want us to focus on. There's something God is specifically telling you. If you don't know what that is, you need to seek it. You need to ask him. There's something God is specifically telling you to do that he wants you to stick to, regardless of what's going on around you, regardless of what they're doing, what I'm doing, what he's doing, what she's doing, specifically for you. What did he call you to do? If God said, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do. If he spoke something to me of what I should do, I better stick to that and not deter no matter what anyone else is saying, it's not God. God spoke to me specifically. So if someone comes to you and say, God told me to tell you that, all right, well, I'm going to go to him and make sure. Because <laughs> I know what he told me originally. Now it's contradictory. So I can't, I can't go back on what he told me, right? So verse 18, the man responds and says, I am also a prophet like you. An angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord. Bring him back with you to your house so that you may eat food and drink water. The old prophet deceived him, and the man of God went back with him and ate food in his house and drank water. We'll stop right there and let that sink in. 
An angel of the Lord came to me and said, it's cool. Wait a minute. You saw how this story started, right? How the scripture started. He went to the king by the word of the Lord, gave him a word. King tried to seize him. King's hand withered up. God had his back. King invited him back to the house. He says, nah, I can't do it. Even if you were to give me half of everything you own, it's not worth it because God told me not to. Told me not to even go back the same way. So he's on his way. This other guy shows up saying, all right, well, God told me it's cool. You can come back to my house because I'm a man of God too. Now think about Genesis chapter 3 when the serpent comes in. It gets you to question, right? Did God really say? He wants you to question. He wants you to contradict. He wants to have your ear. He doesn't want you to listen to God. He wants you to listen to him. So anything that's not of God, you probably shouldn't listen to. Even if someone approaches you saying this is from God. All right, well, I still need that word from him individually. I want to ensure that's what God said. I want to confirm it. Now, there's a lot of times we ask for confirmation and we get a word of something we're praying for. You can tell that's God, right? When you're praying for an answer and you're praying for something and someone approaches you with what you're asking from God, that's different. But when God tells you something already and someone comes and tells you opposite, uh-uh, no, sir. <laughs> that is something you turn away from immediately because God's already given you that word, right? If God's given you a word, you know, for a fact, this is what God said. And someone says, well, God told me this. Like, I don't know. I don't think so. I appreciate that, but let me confirm it with God because he just told me this, right? So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing until I hear from him. If he tells me to deviate, then we'll deviate. <laughs> but I can't take your word for it because I've already received a word from God. Verse 20 reads, while they were sitting at the table, the word of the Lord came to the prophet who had brought him back. And the prophet cried out to the man of God who had come from Judah. This is what the Lord says, because you rebelled against the Lord's command and did not keep the command of the Lord your God commanded you. But you went back and ate food and drank water in the place that he said to you, do not eat food or drink water. Your corpse will never reach the grave of your ancestors. Now, that's a terrible dinner. <laughs> that is a terrible dinner. This man came back, ate, drank. And the table talk is... You're about to die because you didn't listen to God. Even though I invited you, this is what God says. Wow. I bet that meal was terrible. 23, it says, so after he had eaten food and drink, the old prophet saddled the donkey for the prophet he had brought back. When he left, a lion attacked him along the way and killed him. His corpse was thrown on the road and the donkey was standing beside it, and the lion was standing beside the corpse also. I'm going to stop right there because it's not a coincidence that he was mauled by this lion, right? What does First Peter say, First Peter 5? The devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. You know he only has access to those who are not obedient to God. He's only given that free range for those who turn away. For those who don't lean on God. Now, it may seem like he has authority 
it may seem like he's able to attack and pounce at any given time, but that's if you're walking by sight. If you're walking by faith, you understand no matter what you're seeing at that given moment, he can't do anything unless God's given him that authority. And he didn't give it to him. He's given it to us. We have to remember that. We have to lean on that and not our own understanding. In spite of what you're going through, even though he walks about like a roaring lion, just like in Job, it says that Satan was walking to and fro. In Chronicles, it talks about the Spirit of the Lord running to and fro. So God's still moving faster and stronger on our behalf. Despite of him walking around, seeking who made a vower, walking to and fro, wreaking havoc, God is running on our behalf to show himself strong. So we have to keep that in mind. Whenever we encounter something that's in opposition of what God said, we have to turn away from that. We can't listen to it. Even if they say God said it. All right, well, show me in scripture. Or let me go and pray. Let me go and seek this myself. I appreciate what you said, but I need to confirm it because he already gave me a word. So once again, when God says go, go. If he has a word for you, that's for you. Think about that. Another bonus episode. Hope you enjoy the G-O-D. God bless.